remember her from Xanadu. She was just recently in Oklahoma. She has credits up the wazoo. And one of my favorite credits that she has is a show that I found um, on NBC called Whoopi. And she was the sassy one-liner friend of Whoopi Goldberg. And today is my insane privilege to welcome Mary Testa to the show. Hello. Well, thank, thank you very much. Thank you. It's nice to be on your show. Well, thank you. I'm so excited. It, when I found out I was going to get to interview you, I flipped out and watched all of the Whoopi Goldberg series that is very hard to find, uh, by the way. But it was so great. And then to just go through your career and listen to interviews that you've done in the past and watch uh, interviews that you've done on YouTube and performances on YouTube, you're just a force, and it's incredible. So thank you for being here. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Is that your, your first introduction to me was Xanadu? My first introduction? Yeah, actually, that is true. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That was a really fun show. Oh, my gosh. It, uh, so let's just dive in right into Xanadu. So what was it like to do that role and to be in that show? Well, I had worked on it a number of times. I'd done a lot of the workshops of it uh, from the beginning, and it was kind of surprising that it happened. Um, I remember getting the call from my agent saying, uh, it's going to Broadway, and, and I was like, what, really? Um, it was so much, always so much fun and so funny, and um, it, it just was a delight to work on. The thing that was crazy about it was that people really turned their noses up to it uh, while we were in rehearsal, people were always like, oh, that, oh, Xanadu, oh, because they were thinking of the movie and they were thinking it was going to be, I don't know what they were thinking, but <laughs> I kept saying to people, look at this cast and would we be involved with something if it wasn't great, you know, right. and it was a total surprise to people. I, I don't know what they thought it was going to be, but when we opened, it, it was a total surprise. People had a ball. That's so awesome. And you, like you said, the cast was just stacked. So it was just awesome to see that. And then I got to see you personally in um, Guys and Dolls with Titus Burgess and Lauren Graham and Oliver Platt, which was the most insanely interesting cast, but so fun. And of course, one of the things for our listeners, I do want them to know, you are comedically hilarious. Oh, well, thank you very hilarious. much. Hilarious. Thank you. So, I actually... I actually do everything. So I do comedy and I also do drama. And, and um, I like being able to do all of it, too. I don't like just doing one thing. And do it well. And it, it's, it blows my mind every time I see you in a show. And I feel like you probably have heard this a lot, where you get cast in things or do television. And people are like, wow, that's an interesting role for her. And then you just knock it out of the park. And it's brilliant because you're Mary Testa. So... 
who well, survives. Well, thank you. That's very nice. Uh, I appreciate that. But listen, I'm a working actor, and I've been doing it for a very long time, and I'm grateful that I work, and I'm grateful to be able to do things I love, and um, it's all good. It's a very nice thing. Now, I would love to know where it all started. Where, where did you go to school? Where are you originally from? All that good stuff. Well, I was born in, in Philadelphia, but um, I was raised in Rhode Island. My parents were both from Rhode Island, and my dad uh, traveled for his business. So I was born in Philadelphia when he was there, but then we moved back to Rhode Island when I was four. So I grew up in Rhode Island, and I sort of always sang because my mother was uh, sang, and so I always sing with my mother in the house. It wasn't until my teenage years where I was like, what do I want to do? that I sort of was like, well, I could be a lawyer or I could be an actor. And I decided to go with acting because really for the reason that I didn't have to go to school as long. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, um, and then when I was in high school, we didn't really have a drama department. Me and my friends kind of started one, but wow. uh, I, I, it, there wasn't really a drama department. And then, uh, after I graduated high school, I went to a special school called the Governor's School for the Young and Gifted in the Arts, and it, I think it was like a six-week summer school where I did theater, and then I went to college at the University of Rhode Island and majored in theater, and I um, finished all of my theater credits by the time I finished my first semester junior year, and so I worked an entire summer. I worked three jobs to save money, and then I moved to New York in September of 1976 and um, have been here ever since. And uh, I, that's how I started. So that's how I kind of trained. And then it was really kind of trial by fire because I actually, when I got here, when I was in college, I did a show with Bill Finn, yep. who wrote In Trousers, A Match of the Falsettos, A New Brain, lots of shows. And so when I moved here, I started singing with Bill, with Allison Frazier and a woman named Kay Pesek. And so that's how In Trousers came about. That was kind of my first show here. And then the rest is kind of history. <laughs> so if you could give advice to yourself when you first moved here, now knowing what you know, what advice would you give? I actually have always been kind of... Um, I don't think I would give myself any advice. I really feel like I did what I needed to do. I I never said no when I was young to working. Um, I sometimes would be doing three things at once, um, and I learned an incredible amount just by getting out there and doing it. And, um, you know, I had to work a, a regular job the first three years I was here in order to pay my bills. Mm -hmm. But then I got a job that I quit. I was a waitress and I quit and I never had to work another job again, knock on wood. Wow. And um, <clears throat> I don't think I'd give myself any advice. I think I, I, I sort of went the path that I was supposed to go. I, I mean, I think that's so wonderful because we spend a lot of time, especially in this industry, comparing other people's careers. And it's just everybody's individual journey. So I love that. Yeah, it's not uh, really helpful to do that in any way, shape, or form. I learned that early on. It's it's a very individual thing. If you compare yourself or compete with other people, it's really a complete waste of energy. Mm -hmm. It's it's just all about your path and just trying to be the best you can be. Mm -hmm. And I don't um, 
I mean, while we all have tendencies to be envious of other people and, you know, I'm not immune from that, but I, I try not to uh, focus on any of that kind of stuff. It's really a waste of time, a waste of energy. <laughs> Is there a show that you've worked on in your career that you've just learned so much from, whether it's emotionally, you've learned something different about yourself, physically, mentally? Is there a show that stands out for you? Um, I learn something on every show I do, so it's, uh, I, I find that I give this advice to young actors, you know, like, don't be afraid to make mistakes, because that's really where you learn. You don't learn when everything's great and perfect, um, and so I think I've th- thrown myself out there and made plenty of mistakes, mm-hmm. but, um, uh, I've, I've learned from all of them, and, uh, so there really isn't one show, um. What I can say is there was a, a show that was written for me by Michael John Lacusa, who is a writer that I've been lucky enough to do several shows with, uh, called Queen of the Mist. And um, it was written for me. It was a huge uh, role and a lot of singing. And I learned a lot about stamina and taking care of myself and just where my heart sort of lies doing that show. That was about six or seven years ago. Um, so I would say that one, but I learn from everything I do pretty much. Now, do you, is there a collaborator that you really love? I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this in a way that's like, every time you get to work with this collaborator, it's just like working in a sandbox and just having such fun. Is there one person or a group of people that stick out? Yeah. Michael John McCusa Mm -hmm. and and Bill Finn, uh, these are writers, um, who've written spectacular material. I love working with them. I have a, a number of friends that I've worked with several times that I love working with. My Just my last job, Oklahoma, the director I adored, and I'm going to be working with him again. So, yeah, I love when I find people that are sort of simpatico with the way I like to work and the way I like the, the kind of material I like to work on. I love working with those people. It's always a joy. It's awesome. just a joy. What attracts you to a project? Because, like I said, you've done everything from comedy to drama to television to film. You've done it all. And so what attracts you to your projects that you do? Well, I'm not always fortunate enough where I can just pick and choose what I do. Sometimes I have to take jobs. Um, but generally, um, the, the work... Uh, you know, uh, some sort of expression that I've not expressed before or some kind of, I like to find the truth in everything I do, you know, um, Mm -hmm. what is like me, what is not like me in a role. And, um, and so I guess that, that is the attraction, like being able to look at a role and say, okay, this is like me in many ways, but then it's not like me in a lot of ways. And that is, wonderful because that's that means you're stretching you know is there so you said that you get to teach a lot of or you get to come in contact with a lot of young people is there a common mistake that you see in this industry with our youth that should be addressed or is something that like hey guys don't forget x y or z is there something that you could offer our younger listeners well i mean very often when these kids are in you know in a conservatory or, uh, you know, majoring in a college, uh, what is not taught to them is the business aspect of the business. Mm -hmm. And so 
nice to become familiar with the realities. I always tell kids, you know, I've I've been in a number of situations where we're either doing talkbacks from shows or I've I've done a few master classes, not many, but a few where I they just ask me questions and I'm really brutally honest with people about what goes on and and uh, and I think that's what the young people need to the young people need to be you know fierce and and follow their path and all of that but they also need to be aware of the aspects of the business aspects of the business you know um, and so I try and answer questions and sort of give them like facts I mean I did a, a master class once where I was just uh, the kids were asking me questions, and this one little girl who was really adorable, but a character, character adorable. And I said to her, and I got black for it afterwards, but I stood by it. I said, I'm going to tell you something. You're not going to be cast as a lead. You're, you're going to be always the best friend. You're going to be cast, you know, as uh, the... the in this industry to just be able to understand all that's happening. Um, I respect that 150%. So, ladies and gentlemen, Mary Testa apologizes for nothing, and I love it. Um, so, we are later on in the in this year, we're going to have Ali Stroker on, so it's a great uh, segue into Oklahoma. Oklahoma really tested boundaries in the Broadway community, in the musical theater community, in the Rogers and Hammerstein community. Um, and how you guys reinvented the show here on Broadway. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what that process was like, what the feedback was like, um, and just what your experience was like with the show. I've been following and really enjoyed it. Well, I've been involved with it since the very beginning, which is about five years ago, um, where we sat around a table at New York, did a workshop, and just looked at the script. Um, I, then we then went to Bard and did it like a... We were up there for about seven weeks, and it took about four years, and then we then we went to St. Anne's Warehouse, and then uh, with a very successful sold-out run, and then uh, we closed last uh, two years, well, not this past November, but the November before, and then uh, we're told in January that we were going to Broadway, so wow. the thing that about that show is the director Daniel Fish is uh, I think so brilliant and um, we really just focused on making sense of the script uh, making 
makes making sure that every moment was truthful and honest mm -hmm. and ra grounded in reality. And that script has got very dark themes in it, which a lot of the times um, when people do productions of Oklahoma, although I had never seen a production of Oklahoma, I've just been involved with this one. But I was told by Ted Chapin, who was the head of Roger Sanderstein, that they very often just gloss over the script to get to the big musical numbers, yeah. the big production numbers. And there's a lot of darkness in that script and a lot of themes that are relevant today. The script was written in 1943, and they're still very truthful and very relevant mm -hmm. today. And so that's what we did. And we didn't, you know, set out to be like, oh, let's just be completely different from the way it's been done. But it, it, the director really just wanted to focus on finding the truthfulness in every single moment of the script. And so that's what we did. And people were either really incredibly moved or really hated it. But mm -hmm. uh, I was, I'm excited proud of the production. I think what we did and the run that we had and we won the Tony for Best Revival, yeah. um, it was uh, incredible. And I can tell you by the number of people who saw it repeatedly, um, we had a lot of people who saw it between two, three. We had one woman who saw it 90 times. Um, and, you know, I can just tell you that we moved a lot of people and it was really tremendous. Tremendous. I'm sorry, did you say 90, nine, zero? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. That's incredible. Yeah. That's a little crazy. It's a little crazy, but we, you know, we had lots of people who saw it, you know, uh, at the autograph line, you can see, this is my sixth time. This is my seventh time. Wow. This is my third time. I came back, you know, I saw it yesterday. I came back today. You know, it's, it just wow. was... Uh, it moved a lot of people, and it was wonderful. And I just think if you're going to do revivals of old shit, it's like Shakespeare, you know. If you're going to do a piece that has been established for a long time, you have to look at it with fresh eyes. You can, you know, every community theater is going to do Oklahoma, and they're going to do it the way it's been done. But uh, I really just think that, you know, to me, I'm not interested in doing that. I'm interested in looking at something freshly and... and right. uh, and 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 making it sort of truthful and honest and and relevant for the day, mm -hmm. you know, for today. Absolutely. So, um, so that was what Oklahoma was like. It was a joy to work on. It was a joy and a great group of people to work with, and it That's was awesome. um, it was a real blessing. That's awesome. And so I want to. I have one more question, and then I have a couple like little funny questions for you. But I wanted to ask. You've been shouted out so many times on The View by uh, Whoopi Goldberg. And I'm curious as to what that's like to get to work with her as well as to develop that type of a friendship. Wait, uh, you said I've been shouted out many times? Yeah, whenever she talks about Oklahoma or projects that you've been working on, she always mentions you, which I think is so really cool. Is that right? Yeah. I don't watch The View. I didn't know that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, Whoopi and I are friends. We that's, became friends because we did a funny thing happen on the way to the forum together. That's right. In '97 on Broadway, and um, that's when we became friends. And then Whoopi came into Xanadu for a month wow. and did uh, took over Jackie's role for a month. And um, so, yes, she's a friend and she's uh, lovely. And um, I didn't know that I had shout outs at all. <laughs> I didn't know that. So that's well, I'm here to bring that. I, um, bring, I bring the breaking news, Mary Testa. I'm telling you, it's wonderful. <laughs> um, so I want our listeners, we well, have the opportunity. Oklahoma. 
What's that? She was supposed to come a few times, but she canceled both times, so she never saw it. Oh, no. I in. Yeah. I, one of the things that I love about this generation is that we have YouTube and we have the ability to go online and look people up and see their career and see performances. But what I realized is that we don't know little funny things about the performers that we really like and that we really idolize. And so I want to play a little rapid fire game with you and get our listeners to learn a couple fun facts about you. If you don't mind, there's okay. about eight questions. Okay. So what is your favorite color? Um, I don't really have a favorite color. I wear a lot of black because I love black in clothing. Um, but, um, I don't know. I like green. I like blue. How about your favorite candy? Oh, I love, um, well, there's a lot of candies that I like. I love those, um, caramels with the white centers. Yes, they're so good. How about favorite TV show? My favorite TV show, um, I love Schitt's Creek, I love Monty Python's Flying Circus, um, uh, I don't really have a favorite, I don't, I watch a lot of TV, but I, I sort of, sort of gloss over a lot of things, mm-hmm. so I like to watch stand-up too, I like watch a lot of stand-up. How about your pre-show meal, what do you eat right before you go on stage? Uh, well, I don't eat right before I go on stage. I usually eat around 5 o'clock and, you know, dinner. Just regular dinner. It's nothing, you know, not the same stuff all the time. Uh, yeah, when I'm doing a show, I eat around four, between 4 and 5. Okay. If you could do any other occupation other than what you're doing, what would you do? Any other what? Occupation. Oh, I'd be a doctor. Yes. Do you have a favorite holiday? Um, I like, well, I like Christmas. Yeah, I like Christmas. Let's Fav- say Christmas. How about Christmas seasons? Season. Summer, like spring, Christmas. winter, or fall? Um, I like all the seasons. I'm a New Englander. Yes. I like all the seasons. So then this might already have an answer, but are you an East Coast girl or a West Coast girl? I'm an East Coast girl. And what about your favorite dream or your favorite vacation spot? Uh, well, I went once uh, Italy. Let's say Italy. Yeah. I also love Hawaii. Oh, it's so beautiful there. And then I have three, I have one mm-hmm. question that's in three parts. So a dream role that you've already played, a dream role that you are currently eligible to play, and a dream role that at a later age you want to play so bad. Hmm. Um, a dream role that I've already played is, is uh, Anna Edson Taylor in Queen of the Mist. Mm-hmm. Um... A dream role that I want to play is I've always wanted to do uh, Catherine in Taming of the Shrew. Yeah. And um, a dream role down the, well, uh, you know, down the line, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe Mother Courage. Yes. Okay. I see. I speak yeah. that into the universe for you. That's so awesome. <laughs> I am so thrilled and so thankful that you spent a little bit of time with me today. I want our listeners to be able to follow you. So I know personally that you're on the Insta and you have a Facebook fan page. Can you let, um, can you let our listeners know where we can find you? Uh, yeah, those two places. <laughs> at, I believe it's <laughs> at Mary Testa on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, no, it's, I think it's Mary Testa dot actress. 
on Instagram? I will find out and I will put it in in post. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really bad about all of that stuff. I don't do it. I have somebody now who does my um, social media for me because I, I just really don't care and I wouldn't do it if I... <laughs> well, they do I, very I really, well. So they're doing a good job. Well, at I have a great guy who does it for me. So. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm appreciative of you. I'm thankful for you. And I'm humbled that you came on the show and talked to me for a little bit. And I'm excited to see what's next. I hope now that Oklahoma's finished, you have a little bit of a break to just relax and relish I in do. being Mary Testa, which I will say your name, oh, you're very first name and last name every you're very single time. Thank you. Thank you for your time. You have for a today. wonderful day. And I appreciate you. Thank you, Roy. Have a wonderful day yourself. Thank you. Take care, Mary. Bye-bye. Bye.